Hey guys! Thanks for pressing play. I'm Seb. And I'm A. And, well, this might not be a surprise if you guys have listened to our previous videos, but we're here to talk about TikTok! <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay, um... So why TikTok, Seb? Well, in my opinion, <laughs> I feel like TikTok's a pretty good social media platform not just for the fun stuff but like you actually learn things on there mm -hmm. which is why we've kind of dubbed it like tiktok university yes because you will have graduated <laughs> after a term having learned a lot of things there's a lot you can learn from it mm -hmm. and be entertained at the same time like what more could you want right and it's all in the form of bite-sized videos which has really messed up our attention span yeah as we've talked about yeah because we talked about how yeah we can barely watch a two minute video on twitter anymore because they're so used to less than a minute content yeah like i can barely watch a k-drama anymore and i i feel like i'm so selective with what i want to watch because i'm like mm, is, is this gonna like pique my interest within is, like 30 seconds yeah is this gonna be worth my time yeah so like i've made a note here that um so the first thing I wrote mm -hmm. for, you know, what has TikTok taught you mm -hmm. is that people are really good at editing stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. People are so good at creating tiny little cinematic masterpieces within a minute, mm -hmm. but not even just like those editorial cinematic short film things that you sometimes see, which are super good, but also like their comedy skits or oh God, their yeah. educational pieces mm -hmm. or like whatever, right? People are really good at putting on like a good show in under a minute and under 60 seconds. Yeah, it's genius. Like the stuff you see that goes viral, it's crazy. Yeah, which goes to show, I think, um, People are really creative and really talented when you give them the resources to do it. Right? You know, TikTok is free, it's accessible um, to a large degree, not a complete degree. I mean, not everybody will have access to internet or a smartphone, but for people that do, mm -hmm. you see so many good things. And like, you can see them from people of all kinds of income backgrounds. Yeah. And I say this based solely on like their immediate like housing surroundings or whatever yeah so i could be totally wrong but yeah you see a lot of people contributing things from all sorts of lifestyles countries mm -hmm. nationalities religions races yeah and it's not like youtube where i guess i mean it's not necessary but usually people have like better equipment for mm. like nicer looking videos right yeah but with but TikTok, on TikTok, you don't need yeah, you don't need a HD camera to exactly. be really popular. So people just like record on their like a low quality camera, mm -hmm. and like you can still be really famous and successful. You can get a yeah. lot of engagement because of your content, which is great, right? Such a good platform. Damn, TikTok sponsor us, please. <laughs> Free the art. Free the art. Okay, so a what are some things you've learned? On the good old TikTok oh platform. Like a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, so currently I've been learning a lot about plants. Mm -hmm. Because I've been thinking about like plants and like wanting to incorporate more plants in my house. Because mm -hmm. they look composting. really nice. Yeah, so I've wanted to start composting for a while now because I know there are a lot of benefits to that. Mm -hmm. Mainly for me, it's the reduction in household waste. Mm -hmm. So... 
if you don't know this about me, I get really stressed about trash. Like, I am really, really worried about plastics, metals, glass, paper, mm-hmm. all kinds of trash, you name it. I just get really anxious about... Um, what happens after. Yeah, because I know it's likely to end up in a landfill and mm-hmm. our recycling... Um, like, you can't recycle everything. And yeah. even when you do recycle things like plastic or paper, they have a limited amount of times before you can't recycle them anymore. And the thing mm-hmm. about plastic is that it'll never compost or decompose in like a safe into a safe chemical again mm-hmm. like you know the way a banana peel will break down back into like potassium nitrogen and carbon but yeah. a plastic retains its plasticness chemical structure for hundreds and hundreds of years and it's really yeah. damaging as we know what was i saying oh yeah so my point about <laughs> composting was that at least it would reduce the amount of trash going to landfill waste mm-hmm. so i've been learning a lot about like yeah like composting how people compost in like apartments you Mm -hmm. don't need a garden to compost you can just buy like this this container thing with drawers in it and so you fill the drawers with like soil and then you just put your trash in and there's a lid so it doesn't stink up your place and you can really reduce the amount of energy it takes to take your heavy trash to a landfill as well because you've basically reduced your rubbish Oh my god, if you find that video again, send that to me, okay. please. Yeah, like, why can't... We should really normalize composting trash. Like, it's not a norm here. I mean, there are a lot of things that aren't the norm environmentally here in Malaysia, yeah. but we really should. Right? Even, I mean, like, even if people don't want to do it individually in their apartment complexes, I feel like just the there should be, like, a communal compost bin. Like, that doesn't seem like a bad idea at all. Yeah, um, I think people are just so not used to it. It's just like, yeah. throw it in the bin, tie it up and leave it outside. And that's it. Right? Trash is a another man's work. Yeah. Which I feel like links into classism. Right? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. For and sure. And the whole looking down on garbage men thing. It's like, it's not my job. It's not my problem. And it's your fault because you didn't go to university kind of mentality. Yeah. So I don't have to deal with trash because it's a low man's job. Right? And the thing is, it's because it's being taught yeah like i've seen videos on tiktok of like these little kids being like best friends with their Mm -hmm. garbage disposal men Mm -hmm. yeah like their neighborhood garbage disposal men and they always say hi and they're like oh my god i want to be like you when i grow up and it's the cutest thing ever so like they don't think it's a bad job like they think what the guy's doing is really cool yeah and it's a heroic job like how many people want to deal with trash yeah like you got guts of steel. Yeah. When the truck comes around, you don't even want to stand outside, let alone sit in the truck, deal with it. Right? Yeah, they mm. don't get enough credit. But other things I've learned on plant talk are mm-hmm. things like yeah, how to grow vines from sweet potatoes. Like you oh, just yeah, that put one. a sweet potato in a glass of water and it'll sprout vines, which you can then like put anywhere in your house. That's just be so careful because cool. they're toxic to cats. Yes, I see. Okay, that's that's good to know. Yeah, what about you? What are some of your favorite things you've learned? Okay, well, I guess like generally, like some of the favorite things I've learned is like skincare. Because there are lots of like mm-hmm. certified dermatologists on the yeah, platform. Yeah, that's the best part. Right? And like one of my favorites is like Dr. Shah or like at Derm Doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a really big following and there's a reason why. Like I just love his videos because you know you can trust him. He went to school for that, you know? Yeah, and he's been in the practice for a while. Yeah, and... Like, I don't know if you guys heard, I mean, if you've been on the platform, you probably know, but like, I tried the feta cheese pasta that went viral. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many interesting 
recipes on the platform. And tips and tricks. Yeah, hints and tips. <laughs> yeah, so there's like cooking and like there's a lot about psychology. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. From therapists and psychologists, yeah. Right? And there's like, there are a couple therapists there, which is always good to know because not just, like I know they're geared more towards romantic relationships, but it's mm-hmm. always good to know how other people think and like how you should be mindful of another person. So you can definitely apply mm-hmm. that to your friendships and everything. Yeah, quite universal. Right? Like I didn't even know there were apology languages. What is that? So there are five apology languages. The first one is expressing regret. So you say like, I'm sorry for what Uh I did. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is accepting responsibility. So you acknowledge your Mm -hmm. wrong behavior without justifying it. Very nice. So it's like what I did was wrong. And the third one is genuinely repenting, explaining how future behavior will change. So it's like, this This won't happen again in the future. I'll do it differently. Yeah, that's really good. Um, That's smart. I'd never thought about it that way. Oh, yeah. actually, you did, you did mention something about, you know, some people having different yeah. styles of apology. Yeah, one of our deep talks. It wasn't really deep yeah. that time, but like, <laughs> yeah. And there's also yeah, like making repairs. It's stating how you'll make up to them. So like, I'll make it up to you by doing this. Mm. and also requesting forgiveness asking can you forgive me so it's not just love languages that exist i like that the more you know right it's so cool and like learning about health too yeah wait about apology languages which do you think is your style of apology oh that's a really good one like the style you give and the style you like to receive Ooh, i guess like expressing actually kind of all of them kind of make it like the perfect apology Mm -hmm. in a sense Mm -hmm. sure like bits of everything yeah but i guess maybe it's like um the one where you say you're gonna change like how you're gonna change oh yeah yeah i would appreciate that the most i think as well yeah but i guess it also really depends on the problem true like if it's like a serious one then yeah like Tell me how you're going to change it. You're like, like, yeah, if we, you've hurt we need me. to know how. You're not going to do this again. Yeah. But I guess, wh- what am I? I guess, like, yeah, I say, like, I'm really sorry. And, like, yeah, yeah I guess I how I, I would change as well. And, mm-hmm. like, acknowledge what I did was wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's you. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you found interesting? Like, your favorite TikTokers? I don't know if I have a favorite TikToker. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciated Paige Lyle's page. Ooh. Paige, Paige Lyle's page. Okay. But, yeah, anyway. Um, she's a 20-year-old girl oh. with autism. Yeah, I follow her and too. And she makes a lot of content explaining autism. And really it's clear, so concise. Yeah. yeah, there's like a lot I didn't realize about it. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot. Um, I can't get into every one of the videos, but... And I think it's best if people just explore what she has to say from her own mouth. So go check her out. I think the most interesting one was when she explains the autism spectrum. It wasn't posted that long ago, like on the second of, Mm -hmm. on the seventh of February. Mm -hmm. So that's going to take me a while to understand as well. But yeah, she's saying how it's false if we say everybody is a little bit autistic. She was saying that's not true. Yeah, you either have autism or you don't. Yeah, I think autism looks like different depending yeah it's like different from non-autistic people 
like it's not like a spectrum where like you're a little bit autistic or you're like a lot autistic it's a whole yeah, different yeah, ball yeah. game so yeah, it's like you either are or you're not yeah and yeah and autism will just look different on different people if you have it which is really useful because yeah like someone once taught me like oh we actually all like we all have it a little bit really or was it about dementia oh or alzheimer's which might be true i don't know that either but <laughs> yeah like i've only learned about ableism or like the concept of ableism like in recent years mm-hmm. same which just goes to show how little people thought or think about disability people with disabilities Mm-hmm. that we don't care to like check ourselves like whether we're harming people through our ignorance or not like we just make assumptions and don't want to think about them too much you know that kind of idea right and the fact that people are starting to put captions on their videos for the people who can't hear or yeah. read lips it's so cool yeah that should be normal everywhere anywhere right Ooh, i've also learned this thing um about Revenge bedtime procrastination. What is that? It's basically when you sleep really late, even though you're super tired, because you don't have enough control in your daytime life. So you try and like take control of it at night. Yeah. So it happens a lot with like working people, I think, because yeah, they're working. They don't have the freedom to do what they want. I'm just really silent right now because (laughs) that makes a lot of sense. Oh my God yeah i was like oh yes i see yes i see okay yeah i don't know what to say it's just yeah i'm pretty sure i agree with that wow like especially with the pandemic and how most of our days are characterized by the loss of control yeah they just kind of float like fly by so yeah to think that we're subconsciously compensating at night by just forcing ourselves to stay up yeah Makes a lot of sense. And wow, I need to reflect on that. (laughs) Right? If I find that video again, I will send it to you. That's really helpful. Yeah. I mean, my sleeping pattern has gotten a lot better now. And very nice. I have more control. (laughs) But there was definitely a period of time where Mm -hmm. time would just fly by and suddenly it was 5 a.m. (laughs) Yeah, I was just thinking about my mom heard this. But yeah, suddenly it was 5 (laughs) a.m. I do that sometimes now if I'm like, playing games which i think is mm-hmm. fine because um i'm doing that because i'm happy and having fun mm-hmm. but yeah there used to be a time where i just i was tired and i just would stay awake damn mm-hmm. useful thank you so much yeah and it's different from being like like from having insomnia and like not being able to sleep it's like you yeah. refuse to give in that's crazy right but very potentially real yeah for some people so, I mean, if, if this is what's been happening to you lately, now you know what it's called. Yeah. Revenge, bedtime, procrastination. At least a little bit of anything. Right? But to be honest, I mean, like, between you and me and all the podcasts, like, <laughs> mine is definitely, it was definitely centered around, like, the fear of tomorrow. Oh, yeah, they said it's that just, was one of the reasons as well. Like, because you don't want to let go of today. Like, you, you, you're you just trying to hold on to the last pieces of today and you don't want tomorrow to come. <laughs> Ace having a little existential crisis there, but yeah, yeah. I was very shocked. <laughs> okay, yes, I see. Yeah. Well, facts is all I can say. Facts. Damn straight. I thought I had something to that, but I forgot. Um, no, maybe I'm just like shocked. <laughs> yeah, can't let go of today. Yeah, it's because like, you know the present feels quote unquote safe. Yeah. You have no idea what tomorrow is gonna be like, so you you dread it coming. 
Yeah. Okay, I think that's like the most useful thing I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've also heard of how birth control can... Like, okay, basically someone was saying that there's been research showing that women can kind of smell a partner that's good for them. Which I've heard mm, about I've heard that, that like a while ago, right? Like mm-hmm. um, if a man smells good to her, it's because like there's this thing where she senses that he's going to be a good partner or whatever, right? So they're saying that if you go on birth control, that can kind of alter um, like your hormones or something in such a way that the person you smell to be good for you has been skewed. So like if let's say oh, you're no. not on birth control, like your sense would be normal. But once you get on birth control, your thing kind of changes. And let's say someone that is actually good for you doesn't seem good for you anymore. So basically your tastes change. Yeah. And it's not right. Like apparently this lady, she left her husband after she got on birth control because he no longer seemed like the right one for her. And I was like, wow, I don't think that happens. But who knows? Who knows that happens like more than we realize because... The world hates women. So. Right. And nobody wants to take us seriously. Yeah. But whoa. So interesting. This right? is why TikTok University right here. Exactly. Graduating class of TikTok University is the smartest. Like you can choose what you want. Whatever videos you've liked changes the algorithm so it suits you better. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Like, I mean, I don't really know a lot of people that aren't on TikTok. Actually, not. Not everybody I know is on TikTok. It's yeah. kind of just you and me. <laughs> and for the most part. another friend. Yeah, like, but the thing about um, professionals bringing in their opinions, one of the coolest things people do is like professionals, like doctors, licensed mm-hmm. therapists, psychologists, um, or like historians, professors in yeah. science, scientists. Like when they come out and they debunk a lot of myths and assumptions that people have, I think is so great. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's really cool. It's like, oh my God, this person knows what they're doing. Like their opinions are valid. Yeah. yeah like they're backed up. It's way more backed up than some guy with two minutes on his phone. Right. Um. Yeah, it's great. And like you learn about other people's cultures as well. Oh, yeah. That you wouldn't have learned about normally. I've learned a lot about Native American cultures on TikTok. Yeah, same. I've and learned so like interesting. S- yeah, like the Inuit mm-hmm. culture, which is I think like Native Canadian. Ooh, yeah, I don't know that. It's so See, cool. I mean, there's a lot I don't know about a lot of things, but when I was thinking about the Native American problems, like I know everyone says and reminds us that white people took their land, but when I really think about, it, like when I actually see. Because I've never like seen Native American people before, mm-hmm, like on mm-hmm. media or anything, until recent years, like thanks to TikTok, literally. Yeah. Um, it's like wow, yeah, they they really are people who had their land stolen. Like they were just people living their lives. Yeah. In come the white man with their diseases and war. Yeah. And wiped out their people and took their land and stripped them of everything they had. Yeah took their women and children forced them into reservations and it's still that way today like okay we could say oh that was ancient history but like no they're still people who live like that yeah give the i guess it might be complicated but come they give the land back i mean yeah the entirety of america is built on genocide right the genocide of native americans the genocide of african slaves hmm america the not so great Ooh, we've been you though yeah 
And it's really sad to see how their culture is kind of disappearing because they don't have a lot of people to begin with. Yeah, and they're saying how they weren't allowed to even practice a lot of their cultural practices. Like they're forbidden from singing or dancing or braiding their hair or things like that. Right. Which is so like, what? The, The white arrogance never fails to amaze me. It's crazy. Like, oh my god, it's just peak oppression. Right? But I think, I mean, a lot of countries do this thing where they don't let certain people practice their cultural or religious beliefs that are different to theirs. Sound familiar? (laughs) Like, these cultures are so beautiful and so rich. Like, their dances. Yeah, their costumes are colorful. Is it right to say? They're, like, traditional wear. Yeah, so colorful. Like, all the feathers and the, like, structures, like, the circular structures they wear on. Yeah, and how long it takes to make the skill. A lot of thought put into it. And, like, in terms of environmentalism, like, they always link Native American cultures with the respect of the earth, like, living sustainably. Like, it's true. Um, A lot of Native cultures subsisted off the land, no problem, for centuries. Right. And income industrialism invented by white people. Mm Mm-hmm. In only the last few years, in comparison to the entire existence of humankind. Yeah. And it's like, we've messed up the earth in such little time. Yeah, I saw this, like, like chart thing. You call this crazy. progress? Nah, and everyone dude. argues, like, oh, so you want to, like, live in the forest and just, like, what? Like, not know what a toilet is and, like, not have basic hygiene or whatever. But, like, that's a racist ideology because who's to say that these cultures weren't living happily and healthily without your quote-unquote civilization? Right? Like, they've been doing just fine. Like, I had this class in anthropology mm-hmm. where we read this article about um, studying a tribe. I forgot which part of the world. Okay. But they were still basically a hunter-gatherer community. And, you know, a lot of practices that are different to ours in terms of, like, marriage, work, food distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, basically, their culture subsists off the land. They only have what they need. But by doing so, they have everything they want. Mm-hmm. Um they travel around quite often, so they're quite nomadic. Mm-hmm. Um, but the key thing here was like, they all work communally so effectively within like a certain amount of hours per day that they have basically the majority of the day off to do whatever they want. Wow, that's so nice. Like, they have enough to eat, they have enough to drink, and then they just like Bye. basically have fun. Yeah. That sounds so nice. And like the researchers who, when they left their tribe, because like they had stayed with them for a while mm-hmm. and they wanted to gift them something, they said like they felt conflicted about leaving them a souvenir or a gift of remembrance because they felt like anything they left behind would have been a burden to them. Mm-hmm. Because like, you know, like what were they going to do with these cool items or things? Because they had everything they needed and they were a super efficient, happy yeah. community. So like, yeah, who's to say that was, that is the wrong way to live? Like, I know we're all used to this industrial modern world. And we enjoy our TikTok as much as anyone else. <laughs> but yeah, they were they were thriving. They didn't they need thriving. any of this. Like one of the girls um, that talks about Inuit culture, she eats meat, mm-hmm. right? But then there were some TikTokers that were like, oh, you shouldn't be eating meat. And like bashing her for not mm-hmm. being like vegan. And then she was like, mm. bruh indigenous people have the most sustainable lifestyles yeah like, because they, they really use everything yeah and the indigenous people weren't the ones who came up with factory mass slaughter or monoculture farming yeah that is like wrecking most of the planet today people don't understand how white savior complex which is why environmental justice is racist oh can be 
What about TikTok? See, like, it's so great. Like, I would never have learned as much as I have about all these things without yeah. social media. And, like, not just with TikTok, but Twitter as well. You know, this is an honorable mention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in terms of teaching me stuff about, like, capitalism and the world, environmental justice, women's rights, mental health, as yeah. well as being a really fun place to laugh. Right. The only thing, though, is that Twitter can get kind of doomsday-ish. Like a lot yeah. of negative news. Yeah. So I used to just scroll mindlessly because of, you know, negativity bias where your brain like looks for more negative news. Mm-hmm. I would just like be on there for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was really bad. Oh no. <laughs> really stressful. Yeah. But yeah, like there's just so much going on. So many people discussing things. Mm-hmm. Like raising awareness for things that are happening around the world that we have absolutely no idea is happening. Yeah, and fighting trolls when I can't, because I'm scared of trolls. <laughs> oh. Some people are really smart out there. They are. It's so cool. I wish I was like them. One thing I did want to say about TikTok, though, it's like, mm-hmm. so TikTok has received criticism, well, for one thing, for having a racist algorithm. Oh, um, yeah, I've heard of that. This point has been raised about how, for example, black creators don't get as much hype or awareness. Mm-hmm. Or like, if you... So, you know, there's a lot of digital activism on social media and TikTok mm-hmm. is no different. But there tend to be quite a few posts that get taken down because they, quote unquote, violate community guidelines or something. Yeah. And it's just a bit sus. Like, I know people say TikTok is a Chinese-owned company. And I searched it up. They're owned by a company called ByteDance. And they're worth over $100 billion US dollars. Whoa. Billion. So they're a multinational corporation. And we all know Damn. that corporations, like when there's a multinational billions of dollar worth corporation, mm-hmm. things get to be a bit sus. Like you have to question their ethics, their impact on the environment, their impact on their workers, their like racial ethics. Anyway, yeah. um, so during the Black Lives Matter movement, there was a lot of criticism of TikTok. Like some people got suspended if they used the hashtag Black Lives Matter or like there would be zero views for those videos and they sent oh out God. a public apology and addressing all this and they said um, there, it was just a glitch and sure. we respect diversity and all of that. But yeah, like you never know, huh? Mm-hmm. It's true. A lot of white creators get celebrated for like ripping off black creator content. Yeah. Um, but that could be like the racism of the user base as well. That's true. And you know, with China, there's the whole Uyghur Muslim situation. Mm-hmm. So it's sketchy, you know. It's a bit of a gray area. Like, what's the consequence of supporting a massive Chinese company in a country that is responsible for the genocide of Muslims? Yeah. It's a really Don't know the solution to that, but, you know, at least we should be aware of it. Yeah, that's true. Because it's so not fair. Like, there are so many creators that aren't white. So I'm talking about, like, Hispanic creators, Black creators, mm-hmm. Asian creators. And I see some of them getting shadow banned. And I can't think of a reason why. Because it's not like their content is weird or anything. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't see them on my For You page for a while. And then they pop up again. Everyone's like, oh my god, where have mm-hmm. you been? I haven't seen you. And they're like, oh, haha, I've been shadow banned. And I'm like, what? Yeah, definitely suspicious. Like, yeah, when you have a multi-billion dollar company... Yeah. Like that. I mean, you have the power to do a lot of things and go on your merry way with it. Right. It's hard to control major companies. Yeah. Fun fact, did you know that the corporation structure was illegal a couple of years ago? Oh, 
really like either in england or america yeah we were learning this so like the history of the corporation so there was a period of time where the corporate structure mm-hmm. basically it was illegal to get too big because oh. it posed a threat to society and it was perceived to pose a threat to society so it was actually bad and like that you, person was right i mean yeah and they were right um but somehow laws got repealed. The corporation has made its way. Oh my god. In a lot of countries, including ours, like we have big, big companies that exist here in Malaysia as well. Damn. And the danger of being so big, like, you know, everyone likes to defend the entrepreneur. It's like, oh, they took risks and they were really smart. And mm-hmm. dude, yeah, like a lot of boot- We'll talk about bootlickers next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bootlickers. I actually don't have much to say else for now. Okay, well, I guess, like, to end things on a lighter note, mm-hmm. right? Old people talk. <laughs> oh, yes. That is so cute. <laughs> so I saw cute. this one grandpa. He was like, I just want you to know that you did great today. I'm so proud of you. Oh. I love you, all my grandchildren. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. Please. Thank you. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wholesome. Like, TikTok is, I'd say the things people are trying to do on TikTok are definitely really amazing. Like they're trying to educate people and they're trying to spread love and awareness and mostly good vibes. And they do it in a stylish, entertaining way. Right. Like, I feel like that's good content, good presentation, you know? Mad respect for all these people putting themselves Mm -hmm. out there and gaining a platform and using it for good. Yeah, I think there's hope amongst young people, thanks to these channels that encourage us to do good things. And people are getting held accountable now. I mean, I guess more than before. More so. Yeah. yeah it's a little harder to hide. Not impossible. Yeah. Like, in like a lot of the cases, I feel like if something goes wrong, um, they tend to be mostly american stories or like american issues which does affect the rest of the world but like in comparison to malaysia like malaysian activism in comparison to american online activism i think yeah is a bit less quite a lot less actually yeah there's not like as many people like there's a lot of people divided on certain issues which sucks mm-hmm. because you know how are we ever gonna change the status quo that harms all of us if we don't even agree on major With things what we want yeah but I mean, it's still really nice to see local creators on there as well. Mm-hmm. And like some of them having... Daisy Gorgeous. Big... Yes! <laughs> Miss main character. Yeah, oh my god. The energy. Love it. Yeah, there's something for everyone. Like I learned how to clean a mattress. Mm, cleaning TikTok. So yes, good. clean talk. Interior design talk. Yes. Math talk. Yeah. Science talk, sports. I've actually not seen any sports talk. Same, personally, really. But. Yeah. I'm sure it's out there, for sure. Like, I love Hank Green's account. Yeah, super educational. And the chaos. I love that. <laughs> I guess we could go on for a really long time talking about this, but... Yeah, the session will just end up us scrolling through TikTok. Yeah. Talking about BTS edits or something, you know. <laughs> sprinkled here and there but for now take Mm -hmm. care everybody yeah thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time bye